0: Whether you want a laid-back trail to hit with friends, or you're planning something more adventurous, AllTrails Plus is your guide to making the most of your time outdoors. Get outside today with three free months of AllTrails Plus with code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com podcast. Ladies and gentlemen
1: from the Microsoft
2: Theater
3: here in downtown Los Angeles. Brought to you by Sean Porter Promotions. That hit different.
4: That? Uh, I, don't know. I saw not nodding his head.
3: John didn't actually write any words down when he was scribbling when the show started. <laughs> he just wanted to look busy. He's like, oh, "Oh, they can see me now."
4: They literally teach you in college, if nothing else, just write down notes because it looks good. Yeah, just look busy. Yeah, that what they tell you? Yeah, that's what they told you. They said when you're interviewing someone, they it makes them feel good when you're writing notes down. It Just yeah. makes them, you know, it's like
5: a boxer winning on activity. <laughs> Listen, you know, the busier nah, Friday, unless you get interviewed by the police, <laughs> then that's a whole different. Y'all never got interviewed by the police, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I almost snitched on my brother. I, <laughs> I was like six, okay? He was, he was a. Six. He, 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 my, and my brother was a knucklehead, and they yeah. found something, and he wasn't supposed to have it. And I said, I've seen that before. My mom said, Shut the hell up.
3: <laughs> and then he did the I, I can't see anything. I
5: can't see anything
2: at all. You know, because when you're a kid, like you're excited to know something. Exactly. And the cops over to, my house. My brother was a knucklehead. It. Shout my brother. He,
5: he changed his life around. I ain't going to say which one. But yeah, they said hey, have you ever seen this before? My mom said no. I said, Yeah, I seen that before. He was excited. <laughs> I
2: on TV. On TV. I didn't like the snitch. Hey. Excited.
5: Yeah.
2: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Portaway Podcast. We are live. They got soccer
5: jersey on.
4: go. Uh, gave me a wave, too. <laughs> we were his fan. You know,
2: somebody moment. actually had the exact has the
3: literally the exact same jersey on me today that walked past. Was oh. is that what that was? Not that
2: one. No, no, we no. Okay. Someone I was like, earlier. That? Wasn't wearing I saw it and I was like, well
5: play. <laughs> You're like the same. Same wardrobe. Yeah. All right, go ahead.
2: Go Blue ahead. Wire Studios, Inside mm-hmm. the Wind Hotel and Casino. We want to thank Blue Wire Studios for having us and just allowing us to do what we do and uh, and get to the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I did some PSAs okay. last week. Doom, doom, doom. I can't do the Jay-Z beat. Got a couple more this week. So you got the email. Go ahead. Um, let's start with uh, the Box Fan Expo. You even pull up? We are we we are we will be in attendance. Okay, Um, the Box Fan Expo uh, is September seventeenth. Right out here is the sixth annual uh, fan expo for you guys. We come, we hang out, we take pictures, we give autographs, we sell merchandise, we we hang out. Uh, Most of us do. It it really is, man. Um, Boxing is like a family, you know. So when we get in there. I, I encourage y'all all to come out because you will be able to see some of your favorite fighters, if not all of your favorite fighters. So it's more like the Box Fam Expo. Yeah, you really, I, yeah. And Box Fam, what you you want to you want to sell pitch self pitch for that or no? No. You got the commission. You got you got the kickback. Well, no, I'm saying like yeah, yeah. Because eventually, I've never been. Yeah, maybe we should just do something to call it It's probably well conversation. Carry on. I'm we already say. talked about what we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, but no,
3: I've never, I've actually never been
2: there. I, really? went, I went like you, every you year. You didn't go with me? No. Never been with me. We went for, everybody went and, for and, you, you have no spend. choice but to go every year. Yeah, I went like, like every year. You, you'd be at home shaking. <laughs> hey, it's about time for you to get your own booth.
4: <laughs> yeah, no. It's too much money making opportunities interviewing fighters than there is, oh, yeah. Okay. No, no, just, I, I was thought, a little too did, honest right there, I thought you did truth. it for the
5: love of the game. I ain't thought it
4: was about money. I mean, I, here, here, Leo. Oh, Eat
5: this love of, of the game I, I brought home. <laughs> to oh me. So oh I got
3: so so you guys. Better any fan that's interested. You and it's in September. September uh, tri- 17, Triple G Canelo fight week. Yep, yep, You Guys, better get in line early for ants. Ants autographs
5: and merch. Oh yeah, I'm signing. You know, we signing everything. Uh, we're signing boobs. We're signing uh, <laughs> boxing shirts, gloves. Maybe boxing gloves. That's yeah. That's, yeah. The first uh, thing he says. <laughs> is, I'm, uh, we got to start hot. We got to come low. <laughs> So, oh, yeah, you know, no, we're going to have a good time. I'll be up there next Sean Porter. So, if, hey, if you can't find Sean, you'll find me. Listen, yeah. September 17th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. We will be
2: kicking it. The Portaway podcast will be there. We'll be doing some live stuff. So if by chance you aren't able to make it, yes, you will be able to see what's going on at the Fox Fan Expo. And hopefully that will uh encourage you to come out next year because I'm, I'm sure they're going to do it next year at the Las Vegas uh, Convention Center. We do have an affiliate link. So you go to this link you'll be able to uh, purchase tickets at this link. bit.ly dot forward slash the portal way. So that's our link. You guys go to that link and, and get you some tickets. Come on out. It is the same weekend as uh, Triple G versus Alvar uh, Canelo. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the- We
5: working that fight too? We
2: will be working Dang, that. Oh, we we, gotta we working week. That
5: week. Yeah. We, we. You got to work that week. Yeah. yeah. Don't duck. <laughs> don't du- don't, dick. Don't, don't, dodge. don't
2: duck me, son. Yeah, I'll right. tell you guys real quick. <laughs> Uh, Some of the the fighters that have been here before uh, I don't know if you guys know But Floyd Mayweather has made a couple appearances At the Box Fan Expo Uh, Canelo has been there before Um, No, 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 excuse me Uh, Yeah, Canelo has been there before Andre Uh, Ward L Spence Jr. Andre Ward Rory Jones Jr. Sugar Ray Leonard I mean the who's who's the boxing Floyd Mayweather Sr. Jesse Vargas Vinny Paz, my guy, you know. So the list goes on. Hopefully, Demetrius Andre will be out here.
4: He's been there a, a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's thing. been there. Danny Jacobs too.
2: Riddick, yeah. Riddick Bow. I mean, the list goes on. Michael Spinks was there back in the day. Eric Morales. Is, it's a great time, man. It's a, it's really is a great time to just be around your favorite fighters and fans alike. You know, so not too very not very many opportunities to do that. Um, we will make an, another announcement next week about uh and the, the link, Hall of Fame. And the link will be in the description of and course. And the link will be in the description, but we'll make another announcement about the Hall of Fame because there's another opportunity if you happen to to well, this is after the Hall of Fame, but we'll uh we'll we'll announce some things for the Hall of Fame next week. And I
4: it, it's really great that they always put it around a big fight. Usually they do it around a Canelo fight, mm-hmm. uh Mexican Independence weekend, but yeah. That just makes it to where if you're flying into Vegas or driving out to Vegas, I believe it's the same exact day as the fight. It just it makes sense if you're a boxing fan to you know go to the expo during the day, get your autographs and stuff and then if you especially if you have a ticket to the fight, yeah that's probably the best way to spend the first half of the day before yeah. doors open and
3: and, boom. Yeah. and talk about I mean even talking about the fight like when we did we did the paintball against the fans, the day of Beevil Canelo right And it's one of those things on a fight day. If you're around other boxing fans, it's just automatically going to be like, I don't know. It, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you thinking? So <laughs> I assume with the Box Fan Expo, you're getting to meet a lot of boxers, but also there's going to be some some conversation about boxing
2: topics. It's almost like a tailgate,
3: I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. If
2: okay. you guys are like, oh, quarterweight boxing, that's that's cool. Happy you guys are going to be there, but what else am I getting when I come? A lot. The, the Box Fan Expo, they're going to send me a list of fighters that are going to be there week by week because they're making announcements themselves. So... For this week they told me to announce that uh, Eric Morales will be there, ben, David Benavides will be there, El Torrible, and Jesse Vargas will be there. So um, that, that's just a small list. They're gonna uh, release some more names every single week, all the way up until that week of September seventeenth. So once again, uh, the link it, it's in the it's in the lower half of the of the, of the
5: you, you podcast.
2: Where, where did they put that? The I've never I never just watched the description.
5: It. Oh. would you stop saying that? Hey, put <laughs> put in the comments who you guys would like to see there. Would you like to see Carson? Because he's coming. Because
2: he he's coming. <laughs> he asked the question like who's going like, yeah. like to respond.
3: But then I thought he was talking about <laughs> boxers. Put it in the comments. Ari, like, we, yeah, who are these fighters? Or Carson. <laughs> me, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah.
5: me and Carson. It's like to see right. David
3: Benavidez. Ben we, we watch the show on
5: like Sean and Sean. No, Sean. Sean, you watch the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Play Come what? on, bro. You got to watch the show, bro. Watch It's underwhelming. That is crazy. I watched some parts. Yeah. Oh, no, when when you talk. <laughs> <Yep>.
2: <laughs> he just clicks, he's watching on his phone and just clicks through and sees himself. And he's like, do, do. What about last week? Uh Sean said, Yeah, I'd like to talk that shit. What do you say? Have, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, having fun. Yeah, what do you say? Yeah, I'm having fun. Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I can't remember. I'm just yeah. having yeah. fun. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. He said, talk that shit. He said, Oh, I'm having fun. <laughs> so we that. go yeah, watch I mean, Rock My Train over the week. Yeah. Last or you know, just a couple of days ago. Yep. And we're talking to um uh, uh Joel um Joel Judah. Uh, Judah. And uh, and you know Sean goes on one of his little things, <laughs> and I mean it never ceases. Like every time, I'm just like, damn, like how does he do this? Shit. And so you know, Judah walks away. I said, I said, I said, damn man, how do you do this, you know, He said, he said, man, I'm just, I'm happy, I'm able to carry a conversation with y'all. I'm like, shit, you can do more than that.
4: Yeah, just just to uh, you, you know, Yoel, former kickboxing champion, trained you know his son and Devin to become undisputed. Well, he you know co-trainer with Bill, uh, but yeah, it's been. Been there, Sean has fought yeah. the best fighters of this era. So yeah. when they allow me or Carson and Ant, you guys know how it feels. When they let you yeah. pontificate and have a seat at the table and, and talk boxing, even though you didn't go through the battles they did to have that knowledge, it, it it's a it's a you know played an honor. Some, yeah. Played some fight night. I, I know
2: we'll get into Play it. Play some
4: fight night. Yeah.
2: yeah. I know we'll get into it. And I know you like to do the be the one to segue, but yeah, you got I had Barry Hunter come over to the house to watch some fights with us, and I wanted I wanted Barry to, like, be around these guys to hear them and, you know, see that they, you know, really do know the game. And Carson ended up saying something, and Barry agreed, so on and so forth. And I was looking over there, and then Carson was like, he's like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it gives you that feeling, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs>
3: yeah, no, Barry, Barry co-signing what was it? What was it? What was the cosign? Well, I don't can remember what fight we were watching. I don't remember what fight we were watching. He co-signed
4: so many times. It no, no, no. We were
3: watching I don't know what fight we were watching, and I think we had it scored the exact same. Yeah. Uh, he was like, I have it the same way. I was yeah, like, Yep, yep, yep. Jack of my style, but I guess that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, do you want to go? Do you want to just go to the fights
2: yesterday? Yeah, did you go to the fights yesterday? It was
3: I, in Minnesota.
4: I was I, <laughs> I mean, I caught I got to catch Where did all. did you go I, yesterday? I don't know. I was oh, at yeah? the Monster Jam yeah. at Thomas and Mac. oh one. Uh Think I think Grave Digger did win. Oh, Grave Digger! <laughs> does he, have a, does he have a
3: streak like The Undertaker?
4: It's it's the name of the car. The driver changed. The driver changed. Oh, yeah, yeah, I assumed it yeah, was a yeah, hundred yeah. year old guy okay. in there because I I, I I
2: couldn't believe that
4: the same driver
2: was in this vehicle.
4: No, no, they changed. Yeah. It's it's a different driver, That's but what they want you. The they held it down though, huh? Yeah, they did it. And you know, my son, it was it was really loud. I was scared, along with my son. <laughs> I, if I'd have known, I'd have brought those headphones right away. But I, I got to catch Gabe Flores' fight. Yeah, and then. And then I caught um, uh, half of, of Dog Bay Gonzalez because, you know, main event, truck time was on and my yeah. son was Yeah. No, no, no. Let let's, it, let's go yeah. back
2: to
3: Gabe real quick. Yeah. Yeah. co yep. um against Cabrera. <laughs>
4: that was tough. A little tough. tough. Yeah. Oh, wait, <laughs> yeah. wait. Wait, 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 yeah. uh,
2: Just real quick. Uh, the monster truck racing. Where it,
3: like,
4: what? The, what are what, you doing? Going important. back to that? Yeah. Important. Well, I'm just. Right. I different thought different either
3: different you're going right. to say right, or right.
2: the Cleveland guys, Abdullah Mason yeah. and.
4: No, not,
1: Benjamin, well, then, then, we'll, then
2: we'll get to them too. Yeah. But I just want like, would you recommend people? We just talked about it. Would you recommend people go to Monster Truck? What is it, racing? If your or child competition? is below
4: five. Definitely bring some headphones yeah. for their ears. Yeah, uh, brace them. That is going to be very loud. Yeah, <laughs> but and, so, and if they're fi- but if they're about five and up, they're just going to be so excited. Good family event. To, yeah, to, to, sure. to, to attend. Absolutely. As cars crashing into
2: each other, isn't it?
4: Not that. I, it's like the twenty twenty two PC version of Monster Truck Jam. Okay. They don't they don't mash into each other anymore, Carson. They
3: run over like the other like empty they don't cars. even do that now. Dang. What are they making? Left and right? Hills. Left and right turns? They hit hills. using blinkers? It's <laughs> like it's like they do <laughs> like a <laughs>
4: trick <laughs> competition. Like who could do the best? Flash Yeah. <laughs> lights. Like, no, you go. Then they do the two wheel balance comp who can keep their Car suspended in the air the longest. Who can oh, yeah. turn
5: the quickest at the four way stop?
3: They like, do that as well,
4: yeah. <laughs> the, the 360s? Yes. Hey,
5: yeah. sh- shout out to Sean's. I tell him and my boy Joe is in, they a, go- b- go- in a battle of best parent. They go. And I'm coming for y'all, okay? Yeah, they go. I'm coming for oh, y'all, bro. Nick. That's all I know. I'm coming for y'all, Nick. Nance working his way into oh, a yeah, mandatory, oh, yeah. mandatory stand. Yeah, 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 I'm trying to get up there. Sean Ant. got to step it up. They're they, they, they coming for y'all. I do. Sean, I to Sean be like, Sean took his kid to the beach twice. It's like, hey, that's it. Life. Hey, but Sean's I tell now. He no, Sean does dad, the stuff a substance
4: like he'll change a diaper. <laughs> I you change know, diapers. I think, you think change diapers? Not 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 number twos. You what? know. Hold on. Anyways,
3: anyways, well, I, I feel my way. house, it's it's not yeah. in this contract. <laughs>
4: yeah. it's hey, a number one zone.
5: Hey, yes. other day she gave me the baby. I'm like, hey, what you doing? And I was like, yeah, don't say that. Just change the baby. <laughs> 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 you crazy? Boy. There's there's more days ahead. Yeah, it's not worth it. <laughs> All right, so we talk about poop in the bed now. The Sorry
3: about that, guys. No, no so no, the Cle- the Cleveland guys, Abdullah Mason, Dante Benjamin on the undercard, both both exceptional fights. Watch your knees, please. Watch your feet. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the co-main. Um, I
4: saw I, Abdullah just. He's unbelievable. For, yeah. yeah. He's good. Think so? Yeah, yeah he's, he's he's really, really good. And from a great place, right? Of course, Cleveland, yeah. Ohio. Yeah, him and,
3: him and Dante, free smoke, Benjamin. And,
4: and you know he's a part of, you know, five brothers that all box. Yeah. Um, the oldest one, Amir. I, th- I think Sean's met some mm-hmm. of these guys. I and, met
2: them all,
3: but right, I've
4: right.
2: I've only seen Amir work. I've seen anybody else work.
4: Well, Amir kind of unorthodox and and a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he bit. is. He's got his own style. Yeah. But Abdullah is. He's got a couple of the older brothers box before him, and it's like Canelo had his older brother Ricardo and Rigoberto, and 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 sometimes. Sometimes the older brothers the best ones, but sometimes that younger brother is the one that becomes the breadwinner for the family, yeah. and maybe Abdullah's is that, and he's not the oldest. He's got a he's he's I think three out of five or four fourth. I think youngest. he's four. Yeah, fourth out of five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of five. yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they're all trained by their dad. He's a part of five brothers uh, that all box, and I saw I was uh, impressed with them. You know, not not, not I'm not going to get into what happened when they sparred, and clearly one guy was a Professional champion Devin Haney and the other was a 15 year old, yeah. But uh, I, I was impressed just with the fact that he was able to get in the ring with the Haney a couple of years ago, yeah. Um, you know, and it was a learning experience, but but he's got a very bright future, yeah. Abdullah I'm, Mason, I'm very high yeah. on Abdullah.
2: Abdullah Mason. Is 18 years old, yeah. what is he 2 0 now?
4: Yeah, uh, at least three, maybe. yeah. yeah I, mean, I was thinking three, yeah. Three yeah. And, 0 now. and he actually, you know, he's in, all him and all his brothers. You know, like Sean, got that Cleveland raised well niceness to them. Yeah. But he has a mean streak, Abdullah. Yeah. And he can get mean in there, too.
2: It, they always say be, yeah. beware of the the quiet ones. Right. He's like the quiet one of the group. The the like the, the two youngest are the quieter ones. Yeah. yeah. So watch he, out for that. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be legit. But then Colmaine, uh Gabe Flores
3: got in there and.
5: Got toasted. Yeah. It, so he's yeah, coming yeah, off. Yeah. He got Well, toasted. no.
3: So he loses. I'm going back. So he loses the. <laughs> okay. He gets his first you loss. Say it one more time.
5: Yeah, he got toasted.
3: He gets his first <laughs> loss, and it was like, man, and, and it wasn't just a loss. We talked about it at the time, but he got he got hammered. Like the whole fight just got dominated. Worse than last night? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. Um, uh, I would yeah. say so. It was worse yeah. than last night. Yeah, but so then he has then his next fight. He has a he has a <laughs> a, a majority decision win, and everyone's like, I don't know, like you got back in there. But then we talked about on the show that afterwards he was like. He was very critical of his performance, even though he won. And then his dad was critical, and it was it was like a really weird interview. Bernardo Azuna was even like, "Yeah, I think you guys are gonna like get get past it. Like it'll be okay, like moving forward." But then last night, I think we were all expecting, okay, get back on track. Cabrera, Cabrera who he's fighting, undefeated fighter, and I was like, Man, that's a it's a tough test to get. You know, that's not like a they said like, like a slump buster. Like you're getting back in there with an undefeated guy, hungry fighter, trained by Freddie Roach. And seven seconds in the fight, yeah. Puts him down.
5: Nice low right left hand. Oof! And it didn't get any didn't get any better from there. Yeah. What then what a minute later went down again? Yeah. Go, goes
3: down again. And and it just it just seemed to be it seemed to just be the same thing, kind of over and over, and there wasn't an adjustment. It gets dropped again later. The fifth round. I thought maybe he won a round. Maybe. Uh, didn't one my guy lose a point for holding or something? Uh, did he yesterday? He lost in a previous fight, uh, Cabrera. It, I don't think he lost. Thought, did he lose a, point, a point Yeah, it took a point for holding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm like, maybe he went around, but something just, something's just off with him. I don't know if Zaitel, if you have any? Yeah, no, I, I,
4: it, it was tough to watch. Um, it was it was tough to watch him go down like that on the first punch he got hit with in the fight. And that lets you know something's not right with, with you know, young Gabe Flores. And, yeah. You know, first and foremost i want to give him a lot of credit for the heart he displayed in both of his losses mm-hmm. those were fights that could have been stopped maybe you know arguably rounds before they were but he wasn't going to quit and, and he showed the heart that makes him a fighter you know gabe flores but it's it, it was tough to watch because uh, him getting signed at the time as the youngest professional bob arum and top rank had ever signed mm-hmm. uh, i think now that's xander zayas but yeah. at the time it was him and I could have sworn when I saw his first handful of fights, he was going to become a world champion yeah. because of his hand speed and his boxing ability and his movement. And then he knocks out Jason Velez with a big left hook, and he starts kind of falling in love with his power, even though he's not a knockout puncher. And I don't think that did him favors since getting that big knockout. Yeah. Um, and 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 what what was tough is Sean talked about Edgar Berlanga and not wanting them to see on TV, mm-hmm. which was kind of a new take. Like, never really heard that before and I was I thought back to that and I said maybe that would have done Gabe some good mm-hmm. in in this in this rebuilding stage where the me- we're just like we talked about a pitcher or a hitter in baseball so the mechanics are off and yeah. then you, you got to like start from scratch yeah. and that's kind of like with Berlanga that's what's happened with Gabe. shout out to
2: Noriega he right. said he said the boxing game and the rap game is just the same you don't put a rapper on the stage before he's ready you put a rapper in small venues until he's ready for the big stage and then if the, if if if, the, if something happens, you go back to the you go back and you work on your craft. Same thing with comedians. Like I, I I love this sport because you can basically equate anything to it. Comedians at the highest level, once it's not going the way they needed to, they go back. They they digress to 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 progress. And you know I I don't think that that's going to happen for uh for Gabe. I think that. It kind of is what it is. I think Gabe is who he is as a boxer. I think at 135, Tim, I agree with him 100%. He's not strong enough. Uh, and I don't know, just get to tweet out. I, I just don't think that he's healthy to be yeah. a professional boxer. And here's the thing, and, and it's very hard for guys to accept it. If you worked your life for something, and then you, you can't do it the way you work to do it, and you got to figure out something else, it's almost, it's damn near impossible. And then, you know, I talked about that in the fight that I felt like his dad should have stopped. His dad didn't stop it because you you throw in the towel, and now you're seeing everything that you worked so hard for. (laughs) (laughs) Everything that you worked so hard for, it all goes down the drain. And so they're trying to salvage Gabe Flores and I don't really know what the move is for top rank putting him in the ring with another with the undefeated,
3: undefeated fighter. Guy, yeah. Almost
2: like, you know, proof
3: now. And in the co main too. Like this yeah. wasn't on the, the yeah. ESPN deep ESPN Plus undercard. Like yeah. it was the co main event. Yeah. And and he just and then afterwards he he's asked, he's saying he wants a rematch with him. And, oh, nah, and, and then to he's saying Shawn Porter. And then he's saying he didn't listen to his corner. And I'm just like, yeah, this is a lot of like. Yeah, but but it's the same thing that's that's happened two fights now. It's just like, it's just
2: not, it's not working. Let me say this. I guess I I had a phone call with somebody the other day and they they really weren't too happy with what I had said about them on the show. And I say, you know what? Maybe when I know what I feel I know, maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe I should leave it up to the fighters or the coaches or management, whatever to say what I believe is going on. You, and we've talked about this before When we kind of like We talk about a fire retiring We we shouldn't retire fighters On our on our show We should leave that up to them We can of course Say our opinion If we feel like You know hey This is, this is the last You know The last yeah. hoorah for you yeah. You know I, I do understand that But I just want to I want to make it clear That I'm not being hard On the young man I think without knowing him I am Aware and concerned. I don't think I don't know if I've ever even shook hands with Gabe Flores. But what I see is his reaction time is not what it should needs to be. Not even concerned. it's not what it needs to be to fight at the level that he's expecting or expected to fight at. You're fighting undefeated fighters. It's just it's a different level. It kind of is what it is. Of course the power is not there. If you're not listening to your corner and you've said that multiple times in fights, that means there's a disconnect. And that's just something that you just can't do in 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 a in in the fight situation when when the lights come on, when you're on the big stage. All that being said, what I tweeted last night, I just don't think that he's healthy enough. I don't think that he is is, for the sake of words, good enough. Though those are our assessments based on me, I guess for the sake of words, wanting to protect him. And that's why the tweet came is because I want everybody to understand that it's not that he sucks. It's it's not that these guys are like just so much better than him. I do believe that there's some other things that are preventing him from being at the level that we hoped he would get to. And so I just want to make it clear, like I'm not I'm not trying to come down on the, on the young man. I'm not trying to put him down or anything like that at all. But from what I see, it looks like when you when you don't have the reaction, the the timing it's, it, I mean, obviously it can be you working on things in the gym to get your timing better and things yeah. like that, but you're young. Well, how old is he now?
4: 22. Yeah, 22. Which is why it'd be heartbreaking to tell a young kid with exactly. fast hands, great amateur background, exactly. signed as the youngest, and now you're going to tell him to find, to do something else with his life? Yeah. yeah that's, Does he almost that's need, need like, like uh, I, I,
3: and, and I'm I'm not even sure if it, and like timing wise, do you I need think- to just... It has nothing to do with the fact yeah, that he's he, got...
4: Can he recharge and come back? Yeah, just like it a little, no, like yeah. a sabbatical. Like, yeah.
3: go away, get healthy, get your mind right, and just kind of figure that out. Because I don't, I I don't. I'm, yeah. I'm not as qualified talking to you. I'm not sure if it's like a boxing tactics that are letting him down. It's just, it's physical and it's not following. It's not, it's not listening. It's not, Yeah. it doesn't seem like I'm not watching that like, yeah, if you would have did this, it just something's just not right yeah. with him. So I feel like just kind of getting away. And I can
2: say this when when a like when a fighter's not listening or following instructions on fight night, it, it it can be it can be like nerves, it can be like anxiety, it can be some other things that aren't uh, defeated before you get to the ring. Yeah. So I, I honestly could be wrong. I mean, again, he's twenty two. Yeah, I'm more than likely wrong. In saying that his health, I don't think, is 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 where it should be. But if 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 the disconnect is the listening and things like that on fight night, when we have an opportunity to see him, it's the worst time for you to not to be able to make that connection. The sabbatical to, to the the putting yourself in situations where the where the where the blood is is really hot and you gotta think and you gotta fight through things. Just just like they they train soldiers in the military. They put them in 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 and, uh war situations so that they understand how to control everything once that war actually happens. And so, yeah, I think, you know, the sabbatical. Yeah, just like, just the, take a break. Like, yeah. Just get away. He's still yeah. young. Yeah. yeah.
5: Is, yeah. It, is it a chance? You know, the guy has, what, just 21 and 2? He got 23 fights. He's, he turned pro in 2017. Did they push him too fast? Is that about well, a chance? Well, we're going
4: to talk about Jose Benavidez in a little bit. Yeah. And, and that was another kid who got a lot. 2-0-2 yeah. at an early age. Gabe, though, despite being, you know, signed at the youngest age, it's not like he was headlining uh, on TV right away, you and know. He was a, and he was
3: a big draw in Stockton. In like, Stockton, He was a yeah. big draw, and so I think it probably was tough. Not, not that they put him in, like, with these monster killers or anything like that, but… He's he's fighting well and he's a good sell, so it's tough of your top rank to be like, whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's not push you forward, let's kind of hold you back yeah. because because he was, know, he was fighting great.
5: Carson every other month, like he yeah. fought in August and he was talking, about, ran it back it,
3: in September. He's talking about fighting like when he was in high school. Yeah, it was he just, got signed so young. He was, yeah. like, I was still, I was fighting and still <laughs> like
4: going to high school. He was fighting grown men as a kid. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah.
3: I, I think he's still and beating them. You know? Yeah, I think he's he's still young enough. I, I I think he can probably get back on track to to some extent. I'm not sure if he's gonna get back to this heralded amateur that was knocking people out. Like you said, the Velez knockout. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think you can get back to, get back to somewhat on track.
2: And like, again, let's just be honest. Do you see NCAA basketball players that are like elite? They go to the NBA and then it just doesn't translate, yeah, you know? Right. So, and those guys even, I mean, I think if anything, they're kind of pushed out of, of the, of the league yeah. in this situation, you just have to take a look at everything. Were you uh, a, an elite amateur who was a little bit more mature and and beyond the guys that you were getting in the ring with, and then now as a pro, it's kind of like a, a even playing field now, and you're not, yeah. you know. And even talking about getting away from it, we can kind of close on
3: that. Yeah, sure. It is don't don't get these learning lessons and don't try to figure stuff out in fights like this. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's a young young guy yesterday that that took a beating for ten rounds. Yeah. So don't go back in there and say oh, I'll figure it out. In yeah. the ring. Yeah. Because you don't need to take punishment for 10 rounds. I, I I, wouldn't have been mad if his dad stopped the fight yesterday. I wouldn't have been mad if he stopped the fight and he was losing before. Yeah. Like, you don't need to just constantly take beatings and say, okay, and I, now I I'm learning. I didn't now. think the
2: fight—I didn't think he took a beating yesterday. I think—I think that he—I just think he, he was a little three, outmatched.
3: Down three times. Yeah. cut. I, I don't know. Yeah, and the cut at the, near the yeah. end of the fight, it, too. Yeah, it just—it felt like— Learn that outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. Try to try to figure out as much as you can about yeah. yourself and, and your fighting style. Yeah. Outside of that. Just,
4: yeah, and just what was um, you know concerning again is the just the way he reacted to punches. You know, unlike Jose Vargas, he was able to pull through and make it to a final yeah. bell. But but when a guy gets hit and you just see the way the their body reacts to it, it he wasn't reacting well to taking shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, you know, we mentioned the Velez knockout. He started to love. Um, he started to believe in his power a little bit, but I really think his gift is his speed and his boxing ability. So that yeah. that that's what should be, you know, probably his foundation when he recovers and eventually gets back. He's like box left, yeah,
2: yeah. like left all that, yeah. He's like left all that. Right. It's it, everything is one jab, or one two, you know. But any,
4: yeah. I think some of these then, guys get influenced by Canelo. And then
2: you know, just to give <laughs> the 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 other guy a little bit, what was what was his uh, Cabrera. name? I do. Cabr- yeah, Cabrera. I do. Yeah, just to give him like he fought hard, he fought strong, courageous. He stopped and it, and it was like, he was so comfortable in there. He, I think that's another reason why you see a big difference right there. You should see his hands down and he's comfortable. He he trusts his reaction timing. He he trusts his corner. He trusts his training. And I think then there again is just a, a separation between what you're seeing from Flores and you're seeing from Cabrera. Yeah. Um, I, I like the kid. I thought that, uh, I thought that he, yeah, I thought yeah. that he looked really good. Yeah. That's my first time seeing him. Yeah. Good, he punches.
4: He looks race. like he punches harder than seven KOs, and he looks like he punches yeah. a little harder too than yeah. his yeah. record says. That, yeah,
2: it looked like he got a little thump. Yeah,
4: yeah. And, and just for Flores, what was a little concerning for him too in his career was uh, you keep waiting for that grown man strength, and, and you see like the Haney's, you know, growing into the grown man strength now, and it's just it feels he's only twenty two, but it felt like it's taken a long time to come along that mm-hmm. develop and, and he trains very hard. I know he trains hard. It's not yeah. like he's leaving something in the gym, but uh, that, that muscle and you know it, 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 it's a problem it wasn't developing for him for whatever reason everybody's body's different yep. and yep. he needed he needs some of that to keep these guys off especially of at 35 yeah especially at 35 yeah. so and then because the speed and speed's there
3: yeah yeah I I, I hope I
5: hope For him, we spent way too long this
3: morning.
4: I'm gonna be honest.
3: I hope,
5: yeah, young guy, I hope he figures
3: it out. It was a slow
1: weekend. There's no IN team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because
0: That's three months free at alltrails.com slash podcast with code podcast23.
3: Yeah. Oh. And then main event, Dog Bay, Joe Gonzalez, um, pretty <laughs> much went exactly as I thought it would. Almost a 50-50 fight going into yeah. it. Yeah. And played out like a pretty much 50-50 fight. Yeah. I, I had Dog Bay winning by a round, um, but I wouldn't have been mad if you, they would have said draw. Wouldn't have been bad in 96-94 Gonzalez. It was that close of a fight, but um, overall takeaways from the
4: well, Pops right. are beating a bigger guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Ant, what you got? Uh, and what you got? This is a lose-lose situation <laughs> for my man,
5: uh, Dog Bay. Uh, I think he needs a couple more fights with uh, Barry Hunter. I just think they need a couple, maybe even a rematch with this guy. But you need a couple more fights at this level with Barry Hunter. Was this only a second fight together? Third. Third. Yep. It's coming together, but Dog Bay is older. I mean, he's not, He's his, his body's older. He's still, what, 28? 26, 20, I think. 26? 26. That's a big I mean, it's two years, but that's a big difference in the boxing game. But it, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, you can just see uh, stuff. Barry Hunter's getting him better, but I've seen a lot of little weaknesses in this game, like uh, dropping the left hand, taking big shots. Like, come on, man, just keep your left hand up. But he has a great guy in this corner and Barry Hunter. He knows what to say to him in the rounds. You know, we always say, Sean, Dad, Derek, uh, Derek James. James actually says stuff during rounds. Barry Hunter didn't say stuff, but he said stuff. Yeah. Barry Hunter almost had me getting off yeah, the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the only problem is, my man next up is he's a number one contender for WBC and the WBO, and that's Ray Vargas and Carson, go ahead. Navarrete, who already lost beat him twice. twice. Just, yeah. yeah, it's just like, what do you do? So I would like. To, I know, Sean, you're a killer. You say, All right, give me, my, give, give me him a fight him. again. Yeah, third <laughs> time's a charm. Uh, uh, I, I you know what? I would I, like to be like Carson, but I'm like, oh man, duck him. <laughs> I, I can't think. Of I, I, I don't know
3: who it was that said this on Twitter, but I, I think this is perfect. But they were saying, "What if maybe if Navarrete goes to thirty and fights Shakur? What about a fight like Dog Bay and Robesi Ramirez? Somebody like that. Mm. Solid it's a good fight. One twenty six. It's a solid um, fight,
4: especially if Navarrete's going to move up and vacate anyway, the WBO. Yeah. Then that, yeah.
3: I I don't even I don't hate like a Ray Vargas fight. Navarrete... I would read a Mark. I don't read a Mark Mark Vargas
4: fight can happen because yeah, very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) When I threw that down, yeah,
3: yeah, Yeah, very fair point. Um, I yeah, I liked uh, exactly what said. I I like what I saw a lot from Dog Bay. Um, defense and and Barry kept saying defense first, like focus on that. There were just some lax moments defensively, Mm -hmm. but when he when he's fighting like he should fight and, and exactly like Barry was was instructing him to do. When you're inside work, when you're not, get out of range, because he, he would work a little bit and then he'd he'd hover. He he'd linger there just for a little bit and then he'd get hit with a big shot and it was like
5: Carson. I thought early on. on he did a great job. First four rounds, I he did a great uh, job. Was it the fourth that he got wobbled? Yeah, in?
3: Wobbled in the fourth. First three, yeah, I don't think anyone could argue he lost. I, I think he won those first three easy. Fourth round he gets wobbled. Yeah, when he's fighting well, but then sometimes it's just just takes the foot When off he's the in his
4: range bit. He does some beautiful stuff. Yeah. It's the, the combinations he puts together, uh, his punches on the inside have always been explosive and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Dogbe. Mm-hmm. It's just that no one can, for the most part, no one can fight like that for three minutes at every round. Just mm-hmm. constantly in a man's chest, constantly letting combinations go. <laughs> hey, Sean, use them feet. <laughs> that's he actually, backed out. That's two, actually,
3: right? that's well, actually you know, Sean's Biography as a boxer. <laughs> I would say
5: fighting uh, boxers. <laughs> no, chest. but Sean Thur- Thurman right. Porter uh, it was a Thurman Porter. 2013. Yeah. I don't even know if that was the year.
4: But Sean uh, Sean would, could 16. use his feet and move his head and use the jab on the outside, yeah. in between, a little, getting little in, box, in that ass, bounce, getting yeah. in yeah. where you really want to yeah, go. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's the stuff I guess Barry yeah. wants to work on, Dog Bay, because you can't be in that range all three minutes every round, and you're gonna walk into shots if you're constantly yeah. trying to be in that range. So at some point you got to do something on the outside, and it looks like that's what Barry's working on.
2: Here's an interesting thing. Um, I I didn't know who I didn't score the fight, but I I just I couldn't hmm. tell who won the fight, and I didn't think they were gonna give him the decision. I'm not saying he got a gift. I just yeah, I was like I don't know if he's gonna get this. He got it. He, I I know Isaac. I know you know. So I was I was happy about the proud. Bug. But here's the thing. This was a ten round fight, and. Uh, upwards to the last five, four to five rounds. Every time Isaac Dogbe came back to the corner, man, trust your your conditioning. Yeah, you, you're in shape. You did yeah. all the work. You in shape. Now he's going to ten rounds. He felt it, and 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 that was already preached to him. Now that's not gonna, that we're we're not going to have to worry about that anymore. And I, and I heard Dre say something. He's he said, "Hey, those." Those 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 nightmares of of being being hurt yeah. and later yep. rounds those nightmares of being hurt are coming back. They will come back and creep up on you, and it's true. But then when you make it through, your hand gets raised, and then you're able to sit back and relax, and then kind of like you know meditate on the whole fight, meditate on the training. You say, "Yeah, I did it. I made it. Yeah. I can do that again. I can do that again." So I do think that this fight, as soon as that he he was announced the winner, I sat back and I, I was like. He's gonna be better because of this experience. This is some of the experiences that I talk about. Guys need to have experience. You, we, as we. None of us want adversity, but when you have a little bit of adversity, you make it through it. It, it makes you a champion. Makes champion. Oh yeah, So I do think that I'm not saying he's gonna be Navarrete. Yeah. I'm not saying any of that, but I do think that some of the things we saw last night, the the um, the lulls and 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 the and the laziness. Or 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 the the fear of having to work so hard so he just stayed right there in the pocket without punching. I think that those are things that you're gonna improve on because he's had that experience. Flip side of that, Barry is all about skills. Barry's all about the basics and the fundamentals and being slick and being and being sharp. So I do think he's gonna get better. He's 27 now. He turns 28 in September. I don't give a damn about his age. I'm just saying that to say, if you're feeling like you know he he's got to put a little rush on it or anything like that, this is three fights with Barry. Now you've had some some really good hard experience with Barry. Y- 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 y'all are it's gonna grow from this. Yeah, y'all yeah. Are gonna grow, they're gonna grow from this. Yeah, yeah. I I, I still I'm a believer
3: in him. I, I I'm not a believer in anybody beating Navarrete, but the. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and I think Barry… He's a half
4: foot tall. What about
3: Shakira Stevenson? He's not at 130 yet. <laughs> so. Let's just, yeah. let's just <laughs> rely on that. Car- Carson Car- not like <laughs> to move weights at all. Yeah. He's like, no, stick to this weight. Yeah. Well, when he's there, okay, we'll figure right, out. But right. But like Sean mentioned, with with Barry, with Boog, I'm not sure if you worked with Wade. He's worked with Wade in the past for Dog Bay. Mm-hmm. That's that's just a team that's going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I have no doubts, especially with, like, lapse in judgment. Yeah which I think some of the times it was just a little, he was a little lax defensively. Yeah. I think yeah, knowing Barry slightly. Yeah. Well, because you know, Barry's going be to like, hey, yeah, challenge him too. Yeah, he's going to
2: challenge him. You know? You telling me that the running that we did and you can't move right, da 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 da. da he's gonna challenge them. They they yeah. will get better.
4: I've yeah. seen Barry if he's not happy with your sparring, he makes you run up the mountain. Yeah, harder than you were originally <laughs> scheduled to do yeah. so. It'll yeah.
3: punish yeah. you. Sean's yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, a, a friend. Yeah, I saw a friend have to do that once. it me. wasn't
4: Sean that day. Yeah, it was. You know, the, um. <laughs> no, it, I'm happy Andre said that about the, the those nightmares coming back to Dog Bay because when he won his world title beating Jesse Magdaleno. Um, who got that belt from beating Donaire? He was undefeated when Dog Bay knocked him off. Mm-hmm. He outworked him. He out-hustled him. Mm-hmm. His gas tank helped win him that fight. Mm-hmm. And then Navarrete, you know, gives him two punishing fights, and he hasn't been throwing as many punches per round since then, yeah. but now that guy, Barry, is yeah. bringing that out. And, yeah. and if Barry can get all of that confidence back from when he was undefeated and mm-hmm. mix it with some science mm-hmm. and smarts— mm-hmm. it,
5: He's, Everything yeah. you're saying sound like Adrian Bronn needs Barry Hunter.
4: <laughs> unbelievable. Maybe five or six years ago, that oh, that would have been oh, no, no, I didn't say, no, dang. Dang. no, 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 no. He, he said, said
2: "He, he oh, dang."
4: So I was, <laughs> uh, I didn't well, say that. Well, so I was, I was so. No, I mean, dang. I was so excited. No, because you, you get to a point where th- things can erode, and even yeah. when you put in the hard work, you can't get back. You know, maybe what you lost. So yeah. I, I just mean. It would have been nice to see Barry get with AB when when he when he fought Mikey Garcia in 2017, and the talent was still all the way there. You know, we'll we'll see. I'm not I, I'm not trying to trash. AB. Honestly, B. he you
5: know. he he will benefit from a coach like Barry. Right, your dad, your dad, and coach and Adrian Broner would have been great.
2: Uh, I heard that before. <laughs> I heard that before. That
5: camp is an ending.
4: Like yeah, I, I that camp, care. they're not they, making they, that to the fight. They're, 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 but to South be South fair, North. he got Kevin. Cun- Kevin Cunningham is yeah, like he's gonna make you work your ass yeah, off yeah. too. So if Kevin, Kevin, uh, Kevin had him ready for Pacquiao, I just think I would, he got you know, com-
5: he's comfortable with Kevin now. I was
3: yeah. so I was excited for Canelo to fight Bevel because I felt that I was gonna be vindicated for this confident prediction. I can't wait until Adrian Broner lights Omar Figueroa's ass <laughs> Hey, up. you got put comments. Do you think wait.
5: Adrian Broner knocks out? You Omar Figueroa. I, Omar Figueroa. Yeah. I got. Out. I got it. I got it. I a think, draw. I think he stops him. Adrian Broner is shocked.
3: Nah. I think he stops him. Oh, I cannot. Deshaun yeah. Porter didn't say that because I, I know you're getting called. I cannot yeah. wait till he wins that fight. And then hey, what? And, and, then, and, and then then the then hundredth uh, episode will be the next day. <laughs> no, that and that, 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 that build-up will be unbelievable. But I can't. That fight wait. might actually happen. Yeah, but I know. The hundredth episode will be AB. will be that next
4: day. That could happen. How's wait? that fight in? Roly roly has got the youth. He should win. I he should win.
5: Roly's TKO. Techno He just putting it on him. Big shots. I mean,
4: AB, AB's been in some big fight. He's got some miles on the odometer. Rolly should win.
5: You know, but, at, you know, there's athletes
3: where in any sport where you just have like you just love them he, so he, he much. He comparing them to Jordan, Washington. no. Yeah. <laughs> So let me tell you why he's the greatest. Now, it, there's athletes where you just have like a connection to him and people talk about him. You, you, like, you don't got a connection. No, I'm talking about an emotional connection, no, not, not no, an no. actual you, you, connection. Oh, okay. Like you're just a fan of that guy. There, there, I'm sure there's a football player where you're like, that was my guy. And when people trash him, you're like, Yeah. Hey, wait, wait a damn second. That's Adrian Broner. Yeah. For, that's Adrian Broner for me. I'm yeah. like, come on, man. Well, let's,
4: let, let's, just let's, cause I feel bad Al. Yeah. What he did against Antonio DeMarco was one of the, the best performances oh, yeah. of, of the 2010s. Period.
5: What he did in uh, the uh, second half of Madonna was a great
4: performance. Yeah. A lot of people don't remember that. Me and Carson. He nobody heard Nobody
5: remembers that but me and Carson. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> nobody remembers that.
4: He, oh, he said Broner hurt him, Um, you know, Red worse him. than Mayweather, ba- as bad as he'd been hurt in a fight. He said Broner and Eric Morales hurt, rocked him about as bad as anyone mm-hmm. ever did as a pro. I'm
3: telling you, we're going to we're, we're get the K-Man on the 20th. I can't well, I We can't. need to get him on the
4: show. I agree. Sean Porter's on him right now.
5: Yep. It's no, no, I'm not going to do you. you that like that no more. Oh, okay, all right, cool.
3: Yeah, no, it's 100% on you, but yeah. Oh, oh,
5: what we got next? Benavides? Yeah. Um, yeah,
3: we have, so the fight's coming up. I'm not sure. Um, you know what want, he's doing? Yeah, how we want to go about that, but. Benavides, uh, Garcia. Actually, actually, a pretty decent card. Um, yeah. it, so, J-Rock is on the under-under card. Okay. Uh, Drevianchenko is back, and then the, I think it's just a, is it just a triple header? Yeah, Gary triple Antoine opening up. Gary Antoine against, Ran- against the Olympian. Yeah, not um, I don't... I don't. Ranci's, I love you. I love Cuban fighters. Gary Antoine Russell uh, is...
5: That's, oh, you okay? You okay? What just, you drinking over there? You good?
3: After his war with you, Robert Easter. Yeah, Francis yeah, Barthelme. fight of the year with Robert Easter. Um, Shout they, out to Robert Easter, Ohio. Yeah, Toledo's on. Um, I, I Gary Antoine Russell is... There's not a lot of guys. If there is a guy at 140 off the top, they can beat him. Mm. I he is he's gonna he is the in, guy
2: at 140, huh? He's one of the guys
3: because yeah. I think Josh Taylor's gonna move up. Oh yeah, obviously Regis is there. Got a great motor.
5: Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. I yeah.
3: thought that was God.
5: <laughs> Y'all didn't hear what I, what <laughs> yeah. I heard. But,
3: but yeah, and I, then I, I just what I, you do last night? Yeah, he got yeah he was shook ones last over night? There.
2: But yeah, we have a guest. You wanna wanna. Let's do it! Welcome Introduce to the, the Portaway podcast. Two time uh, super middleweight uh, world champion, youngest ever, youngest ever, yeah, yeah. David Benavidez. Does he even? What's have up, a, guys? Do, do you have a nickname? El Bandera Roja said it earlier. The red flag. Yeah, yeah.
3: He's what slacking.
6: It, say it again. Tell
2: El
3: them, Bandera
6: Roja. It's like the red flag. Okay. Um, and the way that came about, was I, just, I, don't you know, my, I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't care. I don't care. That, that's not a no
2: real, yeah, no. Nah, that's not no real question. I just, I was like, wait a minute, does he even have? I, but I wasn't gonna take a stab at that anyway. But hey, how you feeling, big dog?
6: Feeling good, man. Thank you guys for inviting me again.
2: You got it, man. Um, happy to see you. What's going on now, man? What you waiting on?
6: Right now, I think I'm gonna get a fight um somewhere around November. And honestly, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just uh, staying ready. I, I really want to get a crack at the, uh, you know, at the big names like you know Caleb Plant, you know Charlo. Um, Dave and So we're just kind of really waiting right now to see what's going, what's happening. And, you know, I'm just staying in the gym while I wait for that.
2: And let me ask you this. Um, for me, I never really gave much input on who I was going to fight. It was kind of like whoever was coming to me. That's what I would, what I would take. And, but near the end of my career, I started saying, you know, kind of speaking up a little bit more. Are you in the position right now where you're kind of in demand, you're demanding, starting fights or are you just waiting to get back in the ring in November and whoever they give you it, it, it is what it is?
6: Well, I mean, yeah, right now I'm trying to demand, it, you know, Um, like I said, I want Caleb Plant, I want Charlo, but there, there's only so much I could do when these other fighters, they don't want to get in there, you know, and, and, and fight you. So I guess I'm kind of, you know, just really seeing what I could get, you know, Um, right now, like I said, like I paid my dues. I've been WBC ranked uh, number two in the WBC for a while. I just won the WBC interim title. So you know, I feel like I'm in position to get a big fight. But once these other, once these other fighters, they don't want to fight you, you know, you can't really do much about that. So, you know, like I said, I'm ready. I'm ready for whoever. I'm ready to show everybody. I'm ready to show the world that I'm the best super middleweight in the world. It's just, um, you know, I'm just for other fighters to willing accept that challenge to show I, everybody. Are you texting
2: anybody? Are you messaging anybody like, hey, when we going to do this?
6: I mean, the, the only two people <laughs> that I really want to fight. They, you know, see the Caleb Plant and Charlie, those are the main guys I want, so they, they both know. You know, um, Caleb, you know, I, I DM him here and there, but you know, just talking, shit, but you know, <laughs> <what happened. laughs> you know, I'm kind of getting old too.
4: Does he ever yeah, respond?
6: Yeah, because you know how Caleb is, the way he responds. Uh, but yeah, he did, he responds from time to time, so yeah.
5: Hey, David, I, I you know, you hey, they, they, these guys know. Hey, you want to, you you're my favorite, man. You you up there. I call I be telling people at the house, I'm like, that's that's the Mexican boogeyman right there. <laughs> I already had I had you beating Canelo and everything. But uh, down the road. Hey man, you know, they 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 call out everybody else, but they won't say your name. They they say it on Twitter, but are they really on their side trying to make the fight happen? Or are they just talking? Charlotte Kayla, plant
6: uh, they're they're just talking, bro. Um to be honest, this this fight wouldn't be really hard to make happen. You know, mm-hmm. they're well, hey. Al Heyman. Luis de Cubas is a matchmaker for everybody. So I mean I I tell him I want to fight, but I mean there there shouldn't be nothing holding this fight up. I feel like even if, if Caleb Plant would have wanted to fight me for the WBC interim title, it would have been extremely easy to make it happen. Or Charlo. I mean I feel like cause the the WBC interim title that I just won against David Lemieux was was vacant. So if we would have made that, me versus Charlo and then the winner fights Canelo after that would have been big, you know. So um, I, f- I feel like there's a lot of time being wasted, you know, Um, mm-hmm. on both sides. I've been calling these guys out for a long time, so I'm getting a little frustrated, you know, and I don't want to keep, I don't want to disrespect nobody, but I'm not, I don't want to keep fighting these no-names, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it get, does give me a little more experience, but, like, I feel like I'm ready, and I feel like if the the reason why these fights aren't happening is because the guys on that side, they're not ready. You know, they talk all this and that, that, oh, they'll make, they'll take me to school, this and that, so, so then why don't you do it? You know, get a good paycheck, you know, get some respect from the fans and then move on to the next. You know, I don't, I really don't feel why. I don't understand why people, they're they not making these fights happen. So it's, it's definitely because of Caleb Plant and Charlo. They're, they they do not want to make the fights happen. And that's, that's think, very apparent.
3: Do you think Morell may be more realistic then if he's maybe not half stepping as far as the fight goes?
6: Well, yeah, that's, that's why we're trying to look forward. We're trying to get that fight too. But I mean, I haven't heard anything. Um, I've been calling him out since, they said that they were going to fight me next, and they said that he was going to make me his little bitch, supposedly, this and that. I seen see on that on the article, so I'm like, all right, bet, let's get it. You know, I've been trying to talk to Luis de Kubis about making that fight happen, and I don't really see no, no movement or anything that's happening, so, I mean... It's the same. It's the same from everybody. Everybody talks like, they're, the, you know, they're the biggest shit out there. And then everybody's scared of them. But when it's really time to make the fight happen, you know, they know where to be found.
5: Hey, David, are you a psycho like Michael Jordan and all these people don't call you bitches or DM you and you just psych yourself up to kill them in a the ring like this?
6: I mean, <laughs> that, that that's how it has to be against every opponent. Yeah. I feel like every opponent, you got to take them extremely serious. It's either them or you, you know, mm-hmm. so you got to make that decision, you know. Um, I feel like I'm a nice guy and everything, but inside the arena, it's sh- strictly business, and I'm really trying to knock everybody out, everybody that'll fight.
2: We, we, I don't rem- even remember where we were at, but we were traveling through the airport together. We we, we, we walked and we talked, and you were with your, yeah, your family yeah, and all this and that. I remember I was getting on the plane. I was like, yeah, he's a nice guy.
6: Oh, sure.
2: <laughs> and then there's a seven-punch
3: combination coming at your face. You're like,
2: I'm not, maybe not. I don't know.
3: <laughs>
6: but I feel like we, like, me and sean we like really gravitate towards each other because we're really the same person you know mm-hmm. we're really nice guys outside the ring and you know i don't like problems but if you know people trying to mess with me i'm not gonna let nobody punk me and in the ring you know it's i feel like it's funny because the people who talk like they're killers outside the ring mm-hmm. inside the ring they're really not. you know so i really thought it was funny how that always that always happens but with me you know and sean porter is uh, he's the same way you know i um, Nice guys outside the ring, but when when they're, when when we're in the ring, we're trying to take the guy's head off every round. Mm-hmm.
4: Do you remember, uh, you know, like meeting Sean when you were still a youngster in L.A. at the Wild Card, and he was sparring your brother?
6: I, yeah, I met him a long time ago. I think my I remember my brother telling me about when you guys used to spar in uh, at the Wild Card. The, uh, no, not in. in remember where uh, was it? Uh, the one where George Justin Jace Fortune,
4: Justin Fortune's gym was it? Fortune
6: that might, that might have been Timothy Bradley. Yeah, that's yeah, Bradley. I remember Sean and, you know, your father is always, he's always a really nice guy. So, you know, I've, I've, you know, I have really good memories about them. I've been knowing them for a long, long time.
3: You you mentioned your brother. Are you excited for the fight this weekend?
6: I'm very excited, man. You know, I'm very excited. I feel like it's not going to be an easy fight. It's going to be a tough, tough fight, but I feel like this is where he wants to be in his career. You know, he has, he has a lot of experience and I feel like with him having his two daughters now, his motivation is, you know, just through the roof right now. So I feel like this is a new chapter in his career and, I'm very excited to see that fight. When's,
2: David. The la- uh, when's the last time y'all sparred?
6: The last time we sparred was uh, a couple months ago. It's just that uh, me, I get a little bit too big for him now. So I really, you know, and then we get we get into it too much. You know, I would be <laughs> trying to knock him out, trying to knock me out so, and then we don't talk for weeks. So, you know, we <laughs> how do you, from
3: that. How do you think he gives uh, Danny Garcia trouble, especially at 154?
6: I think he gives them trouble with his jab. You know, he's, he's always had a good jab. He's always had a good body shot. So people that always have good jabs, you know, they're able to keep the distance. And, you know, um, but I feel like Danny Garcia, he's going to be in there trying to look for that left hook all night. So, you know, we got a good game plan set up for him. So it's, it's going to be a good night for us.
5: Hey, David, down the road, maybe a year or two. Hey, I got Pops getting trained every year. He got some He got some killers on his team. Ryo. Yeah, Ryo. And then I think you... Pacheco. Pacheco? Yeah. You're going to lead the way once you clip... The big names because everybody keeps calling out uh Canelo, but you're the top dog over here on the PBC side to get to Canelo. So you gotta get yeah. through me to get to Canelo, which is not possible. I'm riding with you. You know you're like the guy. I'm riding with you. That's
6: that's probably been insane lately too, bro. I feel like, you know, but that's why people they 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 always use that against all like why would I fight David when I have like that's exactly what uh what uh, Caleb said. Why would I fight David when I have bigger fish to fry? Who who talking to Canelo? Who but that's what everybody Everybody thinks they're entitled to that fight when the only one entitled to it is me. Yeah, you know, I'm the one. I'm the one that has the WBC interim title, so that means you know, title shot next. But you know, I, I really don't know what's going on. Now.
5: Hey, uh, does does Caleb make it eleven with you?
6: I mean, um, I don't know, man. I mean, I feel like Caleb Plant is a good fighter. I'm taking that yeah. away from him. I definitely won't say it's an easy fight, but the way. The motivation I would have for that training camp would be insane, you know, especially because I don't like Caleb planning. it's going to be a big fight that everybody's going to be watching. So I don't I wouldn't say he makes it out the 11th. I, I don't know what round, but he wouldn't make it out that fight in a decision. Mm-hmm.
4: David, you know, I love it. Jose's got such a big opportunity here. But like just to take it back, rewind a little bit. He was a phenom at 17 sparring with Manny and his his speed and his talent was was really was really something it looked like he could become a star when you were when hit when that kind of goes wayward a little bit and he's got a big chance you know against Danny to make everything good but was that hard on you when you saw your big brother start to go left a little bit and did it motivate you and put it more on your shoulder like like now I really got to do this like I, I gotta be I that that just made it you feel like you had to take up the slack that much more and yeah what was that like when that started to happen and then
6: I mean, it was never like I had to take up slack. Um, I didn't feel like he put pressure on me either. You know, I feel like that was his career and, you know, some things affected him a little bit more than, than, than I thought, you know. And I think it just, I think about that time that he had got shot, you know, he had, got, he had been boxing his whole life. So I think he was a little burnt out at that time, mm-hmm. you know, but just seeing him coming back, you know, he's not doing it for himself. He's doing it for his daughters and his family. But, you know, just having him there in my corner always, he'd always been a big motivation to me. I feel like if it wasn't for my brother, I would have never boxed because he always motivated me, you know, just seeing him, you know, sparring with Manny Pacquiao and being at the wild card and, you know, sparring all these other great fighters and then, you know, starting his own career, you know, being a having a great professional career, that that always motivated me. And, you know, just like he was there for me, you know, whatever happens to him, I'll be there for him. You know, always, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. And I'm always going to be here by side.
4: Yeah, you you mentioned like getting burnt out. Do you think some of it was a lot came to him at a really young age? He was the youngest national Golden Gloves champion at 16, and people were interviewing him when he was just a teenager. And yeah,
6: yeah, uh, yeah, you could say that it came a little bit too fast. I mean, you guys see what things what what happens when things come fast. You know, mm-hmm. just using me as an example. You know, you could go, you know, the wrong path, you know, really quick. You know, but I feel like um some people cope with it a little bit different than other people and um yeah but i'm just i'm just glad that he's back in this position he has an, you know an amazing opportunity big pos- uh a uh, big opportunity right here and i'm just excited for the future you know just to be able to fight with him on the same card just like how we did last year in november you know just fighting with my brother on the same card and, and this, this is a, it's just a dream come true so i'm just you know hopefully in the future we could get more fights on the same card together do do you think
4: he's going to be hungrier than danny because you know danny He's made some good money and, and, and made, made good investment but like you said your brother's a father now and this is a big chance for him do you feel like that can make a difference in this fight jose is going to be more mature and, and hungrier in this fight
6: um i can't say nothing about how hungry danny garcia is I, I don't really know him as a person like that so i don't know what makes him hungry and what doesn't but i could tell you that my brother really is he's really he's focused he's motivated right now and you know we've been working hard so it's a big opportunity but it's a tough fight as well so you know it's going to be whoever wants it the mo- uh whoever wants to the, the to win the most on uh, July 30th
2: and let me ask you uh this i think we'll we'll, we'll probably let you go after yeah. this uh, if you could orchestrate your next 3 fights what, what what would your career look like your next 3 fights
6: so i would do i would have a fight with david morrell Caleb plant charlo and then canelo i think that's the way that happens i'd that be the most perfect fights because you know i'm I, at this point in my life i feel like the more experience i get before i get in the ring with canelo would be better for me mm-hmm. you know i feel like i could beat him either way but i feel mm-hmm. like the experience would just give me a better idea of how yeah. to how to handle everything a little bit more you know yeah. with those fights and i think those fights are you know they're they're really big fights yeah and um hopefully that it's you know it's still possibility that it could happen like that you know we're just still waiting to see who we get on the, on the who we have as an opponent for november but i feel like there's a big possibility that I could be my next four fights. You know, it's a really big possibility and, you know, that's great for the fans too. And I'm very excited and motivated to give mm-hmm. them, give those fights.
5: Hey, hey, David, when you was watching the Canelo Bevo uh, fight, was you looking at it like that's food right there? Cause all I was thinking was, man, if, if uh, David had him in this moment, he going to get like a hundred shots.
6: Yeah. It, it just gave me like a, a different perspective too, because a lot of, a lot of the other fighters that he was fighting, like Caleb plan and, Callum Smith and Billy Joe Sanders, there were different type of fighters in me. So they were skin, like they were not as powerful. And then once you get a Bivol in there with them, I'm saying, oh, this is exactly the type of fight I would have him in, you know, mm-hmm. because I'm a stronger guy and, and I'm sparred Bivol too. You know, I, You know, we had some great sparring sessions. So I definitely, seeing that fight with Bivol, uh, Bivol and Canelo, just it, it just like opened my eyes even more. I feel like I could definitely stop Canelo.
5: Hmm. Okay. I like it. You open for the Bivol fight?
6: Yeah, definitely, we're definitely. Like that, that would be a great fight. Like I said, we had some amazing spar session. The other fight I do wanted to get too when I move up to seventy five is, I mean, we're friends, but I think me versus Sudo Ramirez would be an excellent mm. fight for boxing. Hell yeah, That's we been talking about offense. that. One. Okay, yeah. okay.
2: We've been talking about that one. Okay. We we want to see that. one. Yeah, think he hey, beats you know, like, people?
6: I don't know, bro. This, this is a good fight. That's a good. They're both good fighters, but I, I think I beat both of them.
4: <laughs> hey, after, when you better be F two.
6: Maybe you know I still gotta I still gotta dip my feet in the one seventy five you know uh
4: appreciate that
6: but, but I feel like my high foot right now I feel like I could beat everybody, you know it's just experience you don't wanna move too fast, you know you gotta know what you're doing you know before you throw yourself in the deep end, so yeah,
2: everything happens right on time my man listen and yeah. he re- he refers to you as the nightmare. He says no, no, you, no, no, no. I said you are, said are, a, a, you are the, a nightmare. The Mexican boogeyman. Oh, the Mexican boogeyman. He says you are a nightmare for everybody a, a Ecuadorian at 168. A, a Bandera Roja. Who, who, who <laughs> wants
5: it? He'll go to heavyweight if you want him to. <laughs> what? Tell him, David. <laughs> the hell did he just say? I don't know. He'll go to heavyweight.
2: Oh, heavyweight.
5: Yeah. <laughs> David, David ready right for all
2: of them. Hold on. Nah, He's not ready la, for heavyweight. Not yet, though. Oh, not my yet, though. All
6: right. They, hey.
2: Appreciate <laughs> you for coming on the podcast, man. Have a great day. All right. Take it easy. Yeah,
4: appreciate,
3: appreciate you. Good. Later,
4: David. All right.
2: Uh, uh, it's not. Ant got out of. I don't know.
3: Ant
4: right yeah, was
3: getting worked up. For he <laughs> go to heaven I, I thought he was gonna say he was gonna send somebody to heaven. I was like, oh my <laughs>
4: gosh, oh, jeez. No, I
3: thought
4: I liked David Benavidez. No, no, i
3: always been a fan. Ant was going, I've
5: like,
3: never seen that ant before. I've been for years. I'm like,
4: damn, he gonna take on the agents. To be fair, he's a pretty dope fighter, absolutely, and great guy.
3: Um, yeah, and we want to go back. Uh, we not that we need to dive. Too deep, you know. X's nose on these fights, but I do think Gary Antoine. Does anyone think he's a Bar- great motor? Yeah. Does anyone think Bartholomew? No. He's
2: he's a tricky fighter. If he's anything, he's yeah. tricky. It's it definitely is going to see the we'll, we'll see the growth yeah. of of of, of uh, Gary Antoine at this point. And Gary obviously will be fighting
4: with Gary
3: Junior in the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, RIP to the yeah. big big Gary.
4: Absolutely. So that that's a factor as well. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. that's the first of the Russell brothers he's going out there without their dad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that'll
3: that'll open the the Showtime telecast and they, and Kownacki against um, Demirizen. Yeah, Olympian who fought on the all heavyweight card, Last uh, year? on the Showbox
4: card. Yeah. Uh, well, it was January. Like yeah. uh, was, it, was it this January?
3: Yeah. It was New Year New yeah, Year's yeah. Day. Yeah. Was it this January? Yeah. Yeah. Fox January first. January. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Charles
4: Martin. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah Louis the all the all
3: heavyweight card. He's he's a decent fighter. He's he <laughs> stopped. He stopped Gerald Washington that day. So mm-hmm. Washington, yeah, been in there with some guys. So
4: he went like news. five rounds of Wilder. Yeah, good news for yeah.
3: Babyface is his opponent is not much taller than him. Oh <laughs> that's really good news. Yeah. They're both six three, I think. Maybe six three and six four, but they're similar heights because Hellenius was too tall, too strong, and he just had nothing for him. So yeah, yeah getting back in there with a, a guy that's similar height as him mm-hmm. um, will definitely be good for him in the main event.
4: 154, Danny Garcia. 154. <sighs> I went back and watched that Errol Spence fight. And, <laughs> Why? Uh, huh? Why? Just to you know, <laughs> yeah. get a fresh look, at, yeah. get a quick little breakdown before the show. Last and, time we've seen him. And Danny yeah. held his own in that fight. And there was times Errol turned, in the 8th and ninth. Errol turned it up on him like he did to Ugas. But to Danny's credit, he's strong. He could take a good shot. He, his defense, he was alert enough, had enough skills to hold his own in there and get through that fight. Um, with Errol but so I think look Danny they both started at 140 Danny was the champion at 140 he was the guy right he was the guy right and Ben. if so in their primes he was better so if they're a half step out of their primes he should still be better um and, and I think he might be rejuvenated he hasn't taken too much punishment in his career Errol I mean Errol lumped him up a little bit but he's a strong he's always been a strong guy no
2: true punishment punches right. you know that are that are you know almost flooring them if not flooring them yeah no I I agree with you one hundred percent coming up to one fifty four he's more comfortable now he said that in the interview yeah. even more comfortable in training and I know from my own experience when you're good in training you're good in the fight you know so I think that some things that were missing because of stress and other and uh, other situations along the way at one forty seven I think that those things will be gone at one fifty four so I'm super curious to see what uh, what um, Danny Garcia looks like. I said Danny moving up to 154 was what's going to be good for him. And outside of Charlo, he could become a champion. So we'll see what happens. Well,
4: unfortunately, I, he has all the belts. Yeah. <laughs> there is no outside of yeah. Charlo. I think, <laughs> I think
3: Jose, I think he's going to give him trouble because like David said, good jab, which um, can definitely give Danny getting some trouble at times. I would have I been more interested, not that this is a, by no means is this a bad match, but I think it's actually a good match. It's actually a really good match. Right? But I would have been more maybe uneasy about Danny fighting somebody who's very established at 54. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if he was fighting somebody that's always been at 54. Or even started, Harris. Yeah, or even started at 47. Mm-hmm. But that's obviously, Jose moving up like from 40, <laughs> not a huge difference. It's not like, oh, man, you're going in there. That's a bigger guy that you're fighting in there. Yeah. Um, but Jose obviously has one fight under his belt at 54, so there factors in. Um, I lean Danny. I don't think it's a stoppage. I think it goes the distance. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I lean Danny. I will be interested to see how it looks. Probably we I think Zaitel mentioned it when we had Danny on. Maybe the most underrated chin of he's fighters today. He's a
4: strong guy. Like I he mean he could take a shot. He's sturdy.
3: Can, maybe I'm remembering or missing where he got he's never been dropped. Not that I, I can think recall. So. And I'm not sure if I've seen him like
4: the worst I heard really, so on third was the first round with Thurman. Yeah. Thurman hit him with that right hand, mm-hmm. but he stayed up.
3: And he's been in there. I mean, look at his resume. Look at the guys he's been in there with. He's been in there with some big punchers. Yeah. And I, I can't remember a time where I was like, I don't
5: know, Danny. Like looks like he's in trouble. So, And I'll take Danny too, uh, edging. I could see Danny stopping him if F Jose tries to turn it up because at the end of the day he yep. has that dog style in him. Yeah. So if he turns it up, gets sloppy, and gets hit with some clean shots from Danny, I could see him taking big shots and getting floored like that. Otherwise, I can see this has been a good fight, action-packed fight for both guys coming back. Uh, I didn't like how Jose looked in his last fight. Yeah, a lot of people not talking about that. He did not look great in his last fight Some at all. Some people thought he lost that fight. Yes, so, very mediocre. Yes, fight. but the uh, the Jose we seen Terence Crawford in previous was amazing. Yeah. Do we get that yeah. guy back? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, if he stays healthy, doesn't get shot all the BS. Do these guys have similar careers?
4: He had a great talent. I went back and watched his sparring with you. Of, it's on YouTube from like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Great, pretty even round. Mm-hmm. But, uh, mm-hmm. but he, when would you agree, Sean? Before when the we sparred, he had s- talent. He had man. skills. He yeah. had
2: speed, and he knew what he wanted to do. I, I, I do remember that about him. And guys, sometimes you just kind of lose yourself in something in 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 the pro game. Sometimes as you fall in love with your power. We were talking about with Gabe and. Sometimes you feel like you need to pace yourself more, so you stop punching as much, and so on and so forth. And Jose Benavidez that lets his hands go, and 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 can be slick and intuitive the way that he was. That was like what two thousand and eighteen uh,
4: when he, well when Crawford this, was eighteen. No, when
2: we, when we sparred this each other, it was like, like 12, 2012 13, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was he was that was probably like two thousand and twelve. Yeah, he's really he was really good. So you know, there's always a way to get yourself back to.
4: What you used to be. Well, you know he's a special talent. When even after the shooting, he's fighting Terrence Ethan Crawford. Yeah, and fighting with his hands at his waist, and at times tagging him yeah. like that. Who else can put fight with their hands at their waist and stand in front of Terrence Crawford yeah. and, and hold their own for any amount of time?
3: How does he? Yeah. So you've been in there with him. How does he? How does he give Danny trouble? Well, I mean, uh, they were both. David, even if, even David just said that. To say, like yeah.
2: His last, his last fight. But yeah. Like, not even. I'm, I'm, I want to see that David. Uh, excuse Jose, me, that Jose Benavides. Yeah. I want to see a young, youthful, active, active activity, uh, active Jose Benavides
5: beats Danny Garcia. Okay. Who has a better feet? I think. I think actually Jose Junior.
4: I think that's. I the don't think either prevented. of them have great feet. I though.
5: think they both doesn't don't win Dance with the Stars.
4: Oh, I think that's I a. Agree. But that's agree. a problem for Jose because his last fight with Torres, he's doing his best Canelo plant Saunders impersonation. He's just coming forward, big left hook, big left hook, and not, all the you know all that hands at the well. you mean, he, he cut off the ring of times with his hands at the side. It's,
2: it's a it's a conscious decision to not be who you used to be and be who you think you should be because of pace or because of. You know this is this is gonna keep you safe and you know all of those things. I don't know what what goes on in his mind or whatever, yeah. but we do know that he didn't have a good outing in his last fight. I said mediocre, and I do think that if there was a time, a moment for him to kind of wipe that away, it's this fight right now, and, and, he, and much further beyond because it's Danny Garcia. Yeah. But everything else, he's got two kids now and uh, New York. Though, I mean, that's you know, the, what he that's on. what
3: he alluded to again, and and he said, "I'm not excusing my last performance, but." His wife or his girlfriend was pregnant at the time with mm-hmm. their their second child, so he was like, "I just wasn't really in the right spot." Mm-hmm. And he said, "Now this is the best he's felt mentally and physically in some time." So, well, that's a, that is a sneaky, one. X. It's a sneaky good fight, I think.
5: And, and trainer for trainer, he got the better trainer, Jose. Sneaky, sneaky got, good fight. This, this he got, this got the better dad. Best card Which of the year, some no, would say. Angel this, <laughs> this is, <laughs> no, Angel. I agree.
4: Yeah, but agree not a aunt. better dad. That's, but remember when Angel yeah. said in Fight Week, he said, "Look, you know when
5: Angel slapped shit out of Danny?"
4: He <laughs> Said he was uh, gonna. No, oh, he said if no, you.
5: No, he didn't stop. Yeah, man. no, oh, he said he,
4: he said if you. Oh, you got call
3: about you that. He no, said, I ain't getting
2: no call about he that. He said
3: somebody getting hit with an overhand right. The he line. said he was gonna hit him with. an oh,
2: overhand. Oh, you was
5: in the right. fight, so yeah. you didn't hear this? No. Oh, I didn't. He crossed the line.
4: Okay. Oh, you know, that's that like Boricua thing. Felix Trinidad's dad used to do that to him. Pop, pop. He slapped him in the fight all the time, every fight.
3: Yeah, Angel said <laughs> it. He said if you don't throw the overhand right, I'm gonna throw the overhand right at you or something.
2: I. Angel slapped him. Angel Garcia.
5: That's old school yeah you're right you're i right, could yeah. making
2: this up but i think one time I, like i wasn't doing what my dad wanted me to do in training and i can't and, like he he wanted to slap me but then like wasn't sure and it like hit me a little bit fainted love tap he
5: got that one through and then he did it again <laughs> he said i need to hit you is that what i need you to do i thought you was gonna say in the fight i was, nah, was listening nah. my dad and i looked over nah. and he stopped shouting that's nah. what i thought you gonna say no
4: nah. hey angel garcia had one of the best quotes i ever seen from a trainer it's fight week for Lucas Matisse. Everybody's picking Danny to get knocked out by Lucas Matisse. That and he goes, he goes. the Riders don't know anything. You guys don't know anything. Vegas don't know anything. I know everything. Danny <laughs> Garcia is going to be that. that he being did. said, And he
2: did. July he did. 30th, Barclays Center. Yeah. Uh, the tickets are still on sale. SeatGeek.com and also BarclaysCenter.com. You can get tickets if you're in New York or you need to make a trip over there we're actually not going to go for this one um but uh you guys can get the tickets there and of course showtime predictions uh i got danny on points
5: Uh, i got danny late stoppage
4: i'm curious Uh man i got danny i got danny garcia uh i I won't say points i just got danny
5: what you guys got in the comments because porterway and mr porter won't say nothing so
2: Oh, yeah, are you gonna y'all, say, y'all say, y'all something? Speak for me. say something? Say uh, something. I I my, my 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 mind thinks that Danny Garcia is gonna win this fight. Um, I, I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna stick with Danny. And, and, <laughs> I hope so. And they said it. we only thing he's gonna look for is that is that hook, and we're ready for that. That's kind of been like the the stigma for for Danny for a long time. And I'm and Danny came on the show and said we've been working on some things on the software. So. Hope you're not just talking to me. but You're gonna do something different. Yeah. I think if you can do more, if we get an active. He's Jose always, Benavidez, He's gonna. got to a right pose. hand, Danny. Yeah. danny he's got a right hand. Yeah, yeah. But if we get if we got an active Jose, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a long night for Danny, and it's well,
3: gonna be a breakout performance from from Gary Antoine. I think. Yeah. So Danny I, I, Postal I, I was do agree though, with right. You. I think this one, cl- I think he, this one's gonna be this one's gonna be better. better. I okay. think this is gonna be his, yep. his breakout star star making performance. Yeah.
4: Well, yeah, but Benavides threw uh 32 punches around last fight, so we have to. Have to get that up. Yeah. And yeah. 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 And Sean
5: knows the the technique to beat Danny.
4: <laughs> work rate. Work rate. And, and it is. It's work rate. Well, work rate and sometimes athleticism. And, and yeah. And lateral movement. Yeah. Move. Benavides doesn't have that right now. Yeah. His, if he fights like he did his last fight, that's the style Danny likes. Mm-hmm. Get the counter punches off. Come right to him.
2: I do think it's gonna be but, exciting though. Yeah, it's gonna. I, yeah.
3: I oh yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. think any it's of Mexican the, versus Puerto Rico. And I don't think any of the three of these <laughs> fights are gonna disappoint. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I think they're all gonna be good. Nice little, <laughs> nice little trifecta. Car of the year,
5: some would say. No, nobody would say that. Uh, we're watching that. We watching that. We watching my house, your house. No, we got go to go your house. My baby on training. <laughs> <laughs> Fight camp. Fight camp. Yeah.
2: Actually, didn't prepare anything to close this with today. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, you want to use the Jeter quote? You need
5: me to hit him with something? Oh, no, I don't really care for the Jeter Crow. If I'm really? Being honest. Yeah, I didn't want to say that. but I You want me to hit him with something? Give, oh. give him some. Greatest shortstop ever. Okay, what you got, Carson? Damn it. Go ahead.
2: No, nah,
3: mine's going to be something, silly. <laughs>
5: Go ahead. Don't cry to give up. Cry to keep going.
3: I feel like that wasn't like Winnie the Pooh or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, should have, they cut it.
5: After I said something. Was that Winnie the Pooh? No, it was no dang Winnie the Pooh. I don't know. I feel like it was. It's Eric Thomas.
2: Oh, I don't know. E.T was by, oh, Eric, what by Eric Matthews.
4: About Eaton Thomas, the center for the Wizards. Hey, you can
2: cut it. I got nothing. Don't cry to give up. Cry, cry to, to keep, cry to keep going. See you guys. What's up? I'm Showtime Sean Porter. I'm at. Follow me on IG Ant with two T's. This is the Port Podcast. This is Anthony Bernal. and this is Carson A. Merck. Tell them what to do. Hey, like,
5: subscribe, comment, follow follow us on all social this media platforms. Say subscribe. I'm from Louisiana. I'll talk with a B. Let's do all it. Right, Let's hey, do well, it again. Let's all right. Again. Just introduce
2: yourself. Okay. And then tell them, and then you tell them what to do. Like, comment, subscribe. Support are way, You already here.
5: <laughs> hey, hey, this is our outro. We're going to do it how we want to. I'm Showtime Sean Porter. I'm Anthony Brenno. Carson A. Merck. Like, subscribe, comment.
2: This is the Porter way.
0: That's three months free at alltrails.com slash podcast with code podcast23.